It's Page Avenue Crew. It's a podcast. It's uh, for our band, and my name is Adam. It's for my band. I'm Danny Two Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Two Claws. Give me two. <laughs> Danny Two Claws doesn't doesn't start potting without two claws in him. Claws deep in Danny. Um, everybody else quit the band this week, so since I wasn't here last week, I get you know punished with nobody else has to show up except for Adam. Yep. Yeah, it's you, on purpose. So you get punished too. Yep. Punishers, they're everywhere. Now, you know, our band doesn't get along good enough to all come at the same week, same time, same week together now. So yeah. This is what you get. It's really hard for us to come at the same time. Yeah. You know. <sighs> now, Ryan told me a story on the phone today about how his brother-in-law cut a tree down in his yard and it <laughs> fell onto his neighbor's house. Did he tell you that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, I said, dude, that only, this could only happen in your life. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It fell on his neighbor's house. He said uh, the only thing that prevented it from being like the worst thing that's ever happened to his family, uh, probably <laughs> short of a death, yeah. is that the, th- the tree was so dead that when it hit the house, he said, because it hit with all the, like, the, the top branches, he said they just all exploded yeah, like fucking toothpicks everywhere. Dude. But it still fucked up the gutter and a shingle like yeah, and some, some siding and shit, whatever. <sighs> so he's been... Uh, doing repairs on his neighbor's house who his neighbor who he just met yeah today. that's how he met his neighbor his new neighbor he just moved into this house hi nice to meet you my tree fell on your house because of my brother-in-law it's me it's my tree and it is josh's kid's birthday today i guess so i guess likely excuse <laughs> fuck i guess yeah so hey fuck it we'll do it live so many birthdays though you know uh once once every 365 days kind of excessive don't you think yeah it's like there a fucking helicopter outside that was door? a tree Oh, it's got to be true. It's falling, falling from the skies. What else? What else have we been doing? I wasn't here. <laughs> I wasn't here last week, so I didn't. I didn't even have time. I've been on vacation. I was in Gulf Shores, like a real hillbilly, partying all week. Gulf Shores is like the fucking spot for people from Missouri. Yeah, Alabama. Yep, it's the closest like beach kind of place yeah. you can go. I think was from it like us twelve hours. Yeah, and like eleven maybe. That's not bad. We straight down. We did like a. Uh, half and half on the way there, but on the way back on Saturday, I just drove straight through, and my phone didn't work the whole time, so we're back up, backed up on all kinds of band stuff, and my fault, dog. Ryan thought you had a stroke. <laughs> well, no, I was cutting people's trees down, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> no, my phone just didn't work very well, so I just kind of left it in my room the whole time, and I just partied on the beach, bro. I drank a million fucking booze. A million claws. Uh, did a couple drugs, you know what I'm saying? It was good times. Did you do shrooms on the beach? I did. Nice. It was awesome. I have shrooms from Bobby just sitting in the, the TV stand in my living room. I watched a nice sunset on shrooms. Come on, shrooms. It was beautiful. It was the be- most beautiful thing I've ever seen. More beautiful than a plastic bag <laughs> floating in the wind? No, not that beautiful. Yeah, what well, can be? Nothing. It was fun. Um, going on vacation with, the, with your kids and your, your, uh, your wife's family is, is a lot of work, but... My kids? My wife's not family? Not your kids, yes. <laughs> Did you wonder where your wife was all week? Yeah, where the fuck have my kids been <laughs> this whole time, my whole life? Yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but that's why you bring drugs. <laughs> kids, daddy's doing these drugs for you. <laughs> so I don't murder you. It's supposed to make your experience better. That was a great time. And uh, now I'm home, and now we, uh, we got to fucking figure out a million things for our videos and, and song releases and all this stuff, because we're getting busy, and it's neat. Stop whining. <laughs> it's a little more than I was really ready for right at this moment in my life, but it's okay. When it rains, it pours, they That's say. That's right. It's either we're doing absolutely nothing 
or everything at once. Yeah. That's how a band works. I'm trying really hard to watch this week's episode of Westworld and the new Predator movie, and I don't have fucking Ooh, time. I heard about the new Predator movie. I do want to watch that. Everybody says it's the best since the the original. Sick. Looks dope. It does. What, what's it called? Prey? Yeah. Is it like a prequel or something? Um, it happens in, I, I don't know, 1800s or earlier because it's Native Americans and the Predator. They didn't have cameras back then. How did they film it? I don't know, dude. It's Weird. interesting. <laughs> That's awesome because one of the coolest things that I saw that I thought, I guess Predator 2, when Danny... Uh, Glover? Danny Glover, not Danny Trejo. Danny, <laughs> Danny Glover goes up in the ship. Not and he Donald see, Glover either. Right. He sees all like the old weapons and trophies and shit from their years of doing shit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Of, of hunting. Yeah. And that was the most interesting thing to me of any of it. Like they've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Like I want to see that shit. Yeah, that's cool. I'm going to watch it. I want to see the predator like on the Great Wall of China <laughs> in a graveyard. Hanging out with Jesus as one of the, as the 13th disciple. Yeah, fucking her still in a graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No. The Kenny Powers K-Swiss Oh, yeah, you thing. showed me that. Yeah, 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 you showed me that. Or he, he's pitching his ideas for the commercials. Or I guess I've seen that one, but yeah. You know, or is it like a deleted scene or something? No, it was It's like, actually in it? It's, a, it's an actual thing. K-Swiss, you know, they did the- Or it's an co- actual commercial or something? Well, they did like a completely uncensored YouTube thing to like, promote like this Like a funny or die kind of thing almost? Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. think it was that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's pitching his video ideas, and one is where his he- tent. His uh, He's pitching a tent. Or he like uh, he, he's in the octagon in a cage match thing and he kills this dude. Here's my first concept: commercial, a goddamn death ring with the chain metal shit. I got the tubes on and I'm fighting one of them MMA dudes. Okay, he's coming at me hard, fucking trying to get some hits in. Then I fucking harness the power of the shoes. I turn the fucking tides. Next thing you know, boom, he's on the ground. My foot is on his neck and there I am squishing it. He's begging for goddamn mercy, but no mercy to be had by the tubes. Not today. Fucking break his neck. Murder the motherfucker. <laughs> Dead. How about that? Hell, who knows? Maybe we get created with the special effects. Rip his goddamn head off. Fucking throw it out of the ring. Something for the children. That's pretty awesome. It's funny. <laughs> go find it. Yeah, go find it. Search the YouTube for Kenny Powers K-Swiss. K-motherfucking Swiss! Kenny. Kenny Swiss. California. That's what he says. We didn't have much to talk about this week and we didn't really know what to talk about because all we've been dealing with is band business for the last few days. So we asked the patrons to uh, give us a few questions. So we had something to talk about and they obliged us. They have obliged. The dude abides. Oh, I, I just remembered also a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I went to the best show I've been to in like 20 years. Was it the Blue Man Group? Which was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Motley Crue. Def Leppard, Poison. Oh, yeah, you texted us. Yeah, but I don't think I actually talked about it on here, did I? No, the, la- the last thing I heard was... I haven't been here for a couple of weeks. I've, I've been off and on. Last thing... He, last he, time Bobby was here, and then he just talked the whole time, so... You said, uh, you said shut up, I'm trying to watch Poison, or oh, whatever, yeah, you in the guys text were asking, You guys were asking business questions. I was like, shut the fuck up, I'm watching Poison. Um, so what I learned, I've seen Motley Crue before, and uh, Vince Neil still sucks, like 100%, <laughs> fucking terrible. But the rest of the band was great. But I'd never seen Def Leppard or Poison, and Poison was on first. I didn't see Joan Jett. She opened, but uh, we didn't get there until it was like 150 degrees. That's but, a huge bill. Yeah, it's fucking insane. But Poison came out, and I, my fucking 12-year-old fucking body got all fucking excited, and I was like, holy shit. They were fucking great, and it just gave me some kind of fucking amazing, like, he's like, don't need nothing but a good time. And I was like, yes, 
It was so fucking good. Like I was like freaking out. I was filming shit like I was a little baby. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Singing with all my friends. Where was um, it? Uh, Bush Stadium. Oh shit. Yeah. So it's like, I'd never seen a, a show at Bush, Bush, Bush Stadium. Bush Stadium. But, <laughs> so that was cool. And we got these, uh, Ladley uh, works at Patios now, which is right by Bush Stadium. So he ended up getting a bunch of like floor seats, like really good, like 12 seat, 12 rows back, like right down in front. Crazy shit. So, you know, he hooked us up and we were down in the front. Anyway, Poison was great, but I, I was never a big Def Leppard fan. But, dude, I watched it and they were fucking amazing and they sounded so good and they're fucking 70 years old and everything was perfect and they were really fucking good and it blew my mind. So I love Def Leppard more than I ever have in my life right now. Dude, I... That's all. That's my show review. I never really fucked with Def Leppard and I still don't like, you know, cue up my favorite Def Leppard album per se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It wasn't until I watched, it was like a, not behind the music, but one of those VH1 classics documentaries mm-hmm. when we were making the Black Swan. Remember how we were watching a bunch of those? Yeah. The Def Leppard one really reeled me in. Those dudes are legit. They're so. fucking awesome still. Sick. It was great. And I knew every single song. They played for over an hour. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you got so many fucking songs that are huge. Sick. Molly Cruz the same way, but like, dude, Vince Neil, rough. Yeah. Not a win. It's like, I get high, high speed, turn around, turn three, stop hard. That's how Kickstart My Heart sounded. I literally left. I was like, I can't do it. can't fucking Fuck. watch this. Oh, yeah, so hard. There's a, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fucking show. Was he just out of shape? Or I can, don't know, or man. has he just never been able to sing? I don't know. I hope he's just out of shape because it was sad. But yeah. I've heard that forever. I saw him like 10 years ago, maybe. And I don't remember being that bad. Anyway. The only Motley Crue show I've seen is the one that... That you played? That I played. That my new metal band opened for it with Ryan. Yeah. They were probably pretty good back then. Vince was probably all right. He was like in his... He was younger than us back then, probably. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. More than that. 99-ish, right? 2000, yeah, maybe? 99? That was before you joined Big Blue Monkey. 98, maybe? Yeah. Fuck. Almost 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah. So he's probably fine back then. Yeah. I don't know. I love Motley Crue though. So it was still cool like seeing Tommy Lee and Nikki Six and Mick Mars kick ass. Yeah. I was like, that was cool. But they had like 50 fucking girl backup singers to just sing all of Vince's parts basically. Oh shit. And like he still was just embarrassing himself. Dude, as far as I'm concerned, if Mick Mars can get up there and play with his concrete skeleton. Dude. He, he, he was like hobbling out and then he's just like, Wah! just shredding and he couldn't walk like he can't walk and he still shreds get it together vince whatever they were supposed to do this like two three years ago and then covid happened and i you know i think it just kind of got pushed back and they didn't really want to do it anyway it was kind of like a money grab they're like fuck it yeah because they were already retired like seven times it was cool whatevs did you ever finish pam and tommy did you watch that series i never watched it it's tight that's what i hear it's i think you'd like it i like guys with dicks yeah huge dicks big old swinging dicks big big old hog (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it just about his dick the whole time, basically? Yeah. It's um, the first episode, you see the dick. The sep- second episode, you see the dick. The, no. You don't ever see the dick. It's I was going to say, is it like Boogie Nights? It's like just a huge fucking flaccid. No, it, they don't ever show that. It, it would have been great if they would have showed it in the last shot, but they let us down. I'm going to be honest. They let us down. But uh, they, did, uh, they did mention the dick. The dick was referenced. Yep. He is awesome. I've seen him on a lot of stuff lately. Like he was on Steve-O's podcast. He's just cool, man. Tommy Lee rules. 
Speaking of 80s metal legends, we're doing a show in St. Louis now. Last minute, just got added to this thing, but it's a big festival deal. (laughs) Speaking of 80s metal legends, (laughs) Dave Reagan sent us the best video that we've ever seen a little bit ago. And uh, yeah, that that happens. Oh, fuck. Um, But anyway, we're playing this thing. This is called the Pig and Whiskey Festival or some shit. Uh, in Maplewood in St. Louis on August 21st, which is a Sunday, but uh, the day before, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row's playing, and uh, that's cool because he's my favorite singer of all time. So I just think that's pretty neat. And, yeah. and he mentioned our band on his Instagram post the other day, and he didn't seem real enthused about it, but he said, story of the year. <laughs> I was like, yeah. At first, I heard the audio like before the thing started rolling, and I was like, whose mom is talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, Josh said Sebastian. he looked like the Crip Keeper. Yeah, he looked like the Crip Keeper's mom. The Crip, the Crip Keeper, the like, Crip, the Crip Walk, not Crip. He, he's the Keeper of Crips. So technically, he's a blood. Yeah. Anyway, let's find out if these fuckers, any of these fuckers, have anything good to ask us. What's the secret, dude? Come on, dude. It's hard to do a podcast with just two guys. We don't got other guys to interrupt us or anything. Can't you realize that, idiot? <laughs> yeah. Question number one, very important. I already know your answer. Guy behind the counter is the, the, the suitor's name. <laughs> Good handle. Uh, Metallica or Slayer? Oh, Metallica, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I already knew that answer. I, I would have to go with that too. I mean, Slayer's more badass, but I never was a Slayer listener that much, and I, I did listen to Metallica. I need melody in the vocals. Still not a huge Metallica guy myself, but but it would be Metallica over Slayer for me, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, big tide, oh, big time, oh, pocket said, oh, pocket, big time. This is a really important question. Big time, big time. Do doves sweat? <laughs> Do goats be twins? Uh, this is what it's like when doves cry. So I, I was about to say, I don't know, but they do cry. Yeah, we know that. It's we're science. not sure. Um, we're gonna go out and do some uh, research on this and we'll get back to you. Is this my taint? He asked them. <laughs> I just love reading our, our uh, Discord members' names. It's hard because I can't remember who anybody is unless it's this like their normal name. These, these are really important questions, all of them. Of course. How many zombies could Rob Zombie rob if Rob Zombie could rob zombies? <laughs> <laughs> There's no real answer to these questions, um, but I like it. 1,000. You definitely get a living dead girl. Don't they have like a song with numbers in it? Well, he would probably 666 probably 666 or 1000 from the house of a thousand corpses. There you go. Either way. Either way is fine. Either way. Either way. Uh, Serena the first says Godsmack story. We need to do that. Don't we? Fuck. We do. Sorry, Serena. Sorry, everyone. Uh, It's not as good as it, if we, as we've, you know, built it up to be. Well, now I lost. Well, I got my ass kicked. So for anyone who doesn't like me, it's good. It's a good story for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not even pre-reading these questions. I'm just going through, you know? Live sampled. Yeah. Spice Girls fan Maria, uh, she says, if you were going to prison and had to eat one last meal, what would it be? Ass. <laughs> um, who's, uh, Bobby. Bobby Jaycox's ass? Yep. Nice. Um, no, uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean... Mine would just be pizza, I guess. <laughs> That's what I eat most of the time. I love pizza. I don't have like a favorite meal, but if I don't have pizza for like four days, I get really weird and I'm like, ah, I need pizza. There's um, there's a Thai place 
in LA. There's a couple of them. There's one in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard, I think. It's called Toy, T-O-I. I've been there with you. Yeah, Feldman used to take us there on Mm -hmm. the reg for food when we were making albums. And they have this yellow curry that you can get vegan. And I think it's my favorite meal, period. Did you eat it later? Or was that just from then? From then. I mean, I I ate it when I lived there a bunch. But And it's like, it's one of those meals that you just, you can't stop eating until you're, because it's a bunch of rice and shit, you can't stop eating until you're in pain. So I'd probably do that. So when I get to prison and somebody sticks it in my butt, I diarrhea shit, um, Thai food all over <laughs> and then they stop diarrhea shit. Yep. It's one word. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like real fancy about food. I don't have, I don't like need anything ever. I just need food. Like I get yeah. all cranky and weird. I'm like, give me fucking food. Jill and I were talking about this yesterday. She's like you said, pizza. That's like her thing. She could eat pizza every single day. Mm-hmm. That's how I am with tacos. I could eat tacos or nachos every single Mexican day. Mexican food and pizza is like, I could go back and forth every yeah. day. Yeah, it's good. I just don't because I don't want to, you know, be super fat, but I I use those as my, my, my like cheat, not cheat meals. Cause I just kind of eat a lot of shitty food all the time, but I use those as my happy meals. And then I can't afford happy meals from too expensive McDonald's. Um, Hey, it's Spencer says, will you send me the new album tonight? Yeah, absolutely. I got you. I'll send it over now. We'll be there in a minute. Just, Wait out by the curb. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, like in Back to the Future. You just stand at that certain spot yep. and wait for us to just poof into existence. Are you Marty McFly? <laughs> Ortiz, I got something for Mike you. Mike Ortiz says, "Hey Dan, that's me." Yeah. What's your vocal warm up process like before shows? Do you go full on religious, no talking through the whole day, or do you just take things easy? I do pray a lot right before I get religious. <laughs> um, I don't. I'm not religious about it. No, I'm very, I don't, I've never gone a whole day without talking or anything. Um, but I do have a warm up that I do about an hour to two hours, usually two hours before the set. And it's, it's pretty mellow. It's like 15 minutes of just like, uh, you give him a real sample. Give him, give him the Z's. A lot of oohs and ahs, ease, a lot of ease and Z's. It starts with Z's. These are Z's. Yeah. And there's like a piano and, the, my whole band has heard it 5,000 times. They've heard me have to sit there and sing it because I've done the same one since like 2015 or something. So, What's the DVD? Um, the, uh, the Zen of Screaming. Melissa Cross. Yep. Right? Yep. It's good shit. She good. But yeah. So I religiously do it before I sing, but I don't have any other rituals. I, I drink alcohol the whole time while I'm warming up and right the whole set. You know, uh, it's not like, oh, I need warm water exclusively. Mm-hmm. I usually burn a little incense, do a little <laughs> sacrifice. It's probably why I lose my voice all the time, but you know. No, man. No, I don't really. You anymore. do really well. Not anymore, but I used to before I started doing this particular warm up. But yeah, that's a fun question. That's important. Um, M Dog 34. If we don't, oh God, everybody's talking about the Godsmack story. If we don't get the stupid Godsmack story, Fuck. I will die. Not really, but figuratively. Well, you're figuratively dead right now. We can't tell it right now. We can't tell it without the rest of the band here. No. That'd be fucking weird. That would be weird. We'll get there. We got you. It's going to be exclusive for you guys in the Patreon, but we've just been too goddamn busy making a fucking record, man. Goddamn busy. I'm going to get in here, too, and try to keep up. Keep up. David Skillington says, if you guys got the chance to play Super Bowl, what songs would you play for your halftime medley, and what guests would you have on? So we would do Until the Day, Until the day I Die, of mm-hmm. course. And then they'd kick us off. Um, 
That'd be fucking crazy. There's no way in hell we will ever get asked to do the Super Bowl, but I would hope that Nelly would be on it too, and we could uh, we could do some Nelly classics as his backing band. Yeah, mashed up with some of our shit. We could do like a St. Louis deal. Yeah, might work. I'm wearing a band aid. No, I'm, I'm not. City's out. Never yeah, mind. He's not in jail anymore. City Spud. I worked at Subway with him. Hey, guess what the next one says? Please tell the Godsmack story. Nope. Um. What's your f- uh, Schlereth 91? I don't know how to say that. Schlereth 91? 91? What's your favorite pizza topping? Since we love pizza so much. So much. Uh, single topping? Probably pepperoni, but I'd prefer to have you don't eat pepperoni. like a few. Like vegan pepperoni, but mm. a few like um, sausage, onion, green pepper, mushroom. Mm. I always get jalapenos no matter what. Like That's I'll good. eat it with anything, like pepperoni and jalapenos, grape, mm. chicken, ham, any like, or just all veggies. But as long as there's something with a spicy kick on it, kick. That's how I love pizza. Blah blah blah. More Godsmack. Uh, same person says, "How do you choose openers for your out of town shows?" Well, it says Andrew. I guess that person's name's Andrew. Uh, we, we, uh, we ask our booking agent to find bands that can tour at the time or want to be interested in doing it and we'll send suggestions, you know, but usually it's like, they'll send us ideas like, Hey, this band's available. Uh, like this upcoming tour we're doing the couple weeks, it's like Hawthorne Heights and escape the fate, but Hawthorne Heights and us, I think we kind of planned that out cause we're friends and it was like, yeah, uh, let's get our booking agents together and see if we can make this work. Um, but they're, then Escape the Fate was just added. They were like, hey, you guys want them too? And we we're like, fuck yeah, they're available. Let's do that. Yeah. It's all about who can uh, afford to do it for the right price and timing and all, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it, it's great to say, you know, we've had the conversation with a hundred bands, a hundred yeah. different friends, like, dude, we should do it together. Yeah, it's but like, what, we should make it work. And we always want to. Yeah. Whether or not it can is it's hard. the reality, you know, that it comes down to. Um, Ralph the Cow said, what onstage injuries have you had? All of them. Or have you encountered? A lot of ankles. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of fucking rubbery ankle. <laughs> you guys have all seen us jump around a lot. Our ankles give out every once in a while. Ryan, um, Ryan's told the bad one, right? Yeah, yeah where he deep-throated a mic stand. <laughs> yeah, and cut his uvula. Yeah. Had to get a stitch. Or not a stitch, they just left it, right? I think so. Went to the, the emergency room. If it dies, it dies. He dies. Um... Yeah, I rolled my ankle and tore tendons and had to wear a boot on Warp Tour in 2003. Mm-hmm. You rolled your ankle on Lincoln Park, right? And uh, most the big uh, wobbly one where you barfed or you shit your pants. Oh, well, that was just a different thing, yeah. That, I just that had was, the flu. Oh, yeah. That wasn't. <laughs> that like, was the day we uh, took the alternative press cover picture. <laughs> yeah. I literally shit my pants on stage that night because I had such bad like diarrhea and I had I could barely stand up. And we had to take the picture for the fucking cover of AP that day. So you had diarrhea and Ryan looked like diarrhea. Yeah. I still, I don't know how I looked that good on that fucking cover. Cause they must have fucking airbrushed me in. I don't know. You looked great. I looked like I probably had no liquids in my body. So I looked all skinny and nice. <laughs> all uh, skeletal. But no, no actual broken bones. A lot of blood, like, uh, guitars hit people in the head a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially when we were like playing smaller clubs way back in the day. It was a lot of madness. I told the Monty R.I. story, right, at some point? I think so. Yeah. Where I was, I came out and played uh, bass or guitar, maybe? I, anyway, I played a part on a song. And when the heavy part, no, it was guitar, or it was bass, because Ryan 
hit me. Yeah, Ryan Muir hit hit me in the head with his guitar. So the heavy part's about to come in, and he went to rip back with the guitar as I headbanged forward and hit hit me directly <laughs> in the middle. I still have a scar right here. Yeah, with the headstock, and it just split open, blood all down my face in my teeth. And this was before our set. Yeah. So I had to put super glue on it, <laughs> and I think middle it was of his like forehead. yeah. I forgot who it was, but I, I want to say it was like uh, Jen who was doing merch. Maybe had super glue or something and put it on me. Yeah. And it just, it was bleeding so fast that like the super glue couldn't dry before the blood started to come out again, even yeah. though I would like hold it and then move my hand and be clear. Probably just ripping it right back open. Yeah. yeah. So as the glue was drying, the blood was coming out. So it made this blood and glue bubble that was just like there. And it just looked like a giant fucking pimple or like a fucking bullet wound on my head. And I played the whole like show. Like a forehead there. vagina? Yeah. A tiny one. Little tiny vagina. Little baby. Yeah, there's been a lot of that. Nothing serious, though. No broken bones or craziness. No. We've fallen. We've all fallen off the stage a few times. Yeah. Definitely you. The distance that I've fallen, dude, (laughs) I'm so lucky. Like, I've fallen from full on, like, six foot tall, like, you know, with a barricade type stages. Mm -hmm. And somehow, the fact that I didn't hit or break anything in New York. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I'm having fun. Oh, my God, I'm on the floor. <laughs> uh, and, like, all the, the metal of the barricade and the step on it and the person there and, like, the... <laughs> fuck. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Yep. And we're alive. We're all right. But everything, I mean, we're usually drunk enough and everything hurts enough in general when you're on tour and then you're taking enough painkiller and all that kind of shit that if there are... Like, I'm sure I was bruised all over the fucking place. I just didn't think yeah. about it. You know, yeah, even like the worst injuries, I'll get right back up and keep playing, and you don't know until like way after the show, and you're like, "Holy yeah. shit, that hurts!" Yeah, because in the in the moment, the adrenaline and shit, you don't feel half of anything on stage. But it's like skating. Like Josh and I both had found those giant bruises like days later. Yeah, you know, it's different in the moment. Yep, you become super powerful on stage. Uh, Serena the first says, "What will the VIP experience be like for the tour with Hawthorne Heights? Same as the ten year anniversary show." I don't, uh, I don't we remember. The exact details somewhere, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we posted it. I don't know. I mean, I know it's going to be, uh, I think there's acoustic shit. Uh, you'll get some stuff. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe uh, Adam will find it right now. But Meet and greet photos, whatnot. Are we doing acoustic? I don't know. Mm, is it? That's email, right? Did I say I don't want to sing that much? I don't know. There's a lot of cool shit, and we should actually use this platform to promote it i guess but we don't know we were kind of figuring it out like we were figuring out what all we wanted to do for the whole thing but if it's already been announced people already have it i'm sure people already know any and all combinations of this i'm good with josh said yeah i kind Acoustic, of said the same thing greet q a group photo sign poster koozie bag but it's not going to be all this so that's why no I'm like, you'll probably get a thing some kind of object there will be an accessory there will be a meet and greet there will most likely be an acoustic performance because we're all good at that and that's easy. A hangout. A hangout. Uh, we're not exactly sure which uh, one of the accessories and poster slash trinket or some cool thing that we're giving away, but we don't know yet. Should give away fanny packs. It's going to be well worth it. You Bum guys, bags. You guys know. And um, what what is it for the patrons of a certain, like, is, this, that, is that what's included in certain patronages? Yeah, just by being a patron, you get access. By being a patron at the, I'm going to figure out right now exactly which yeah, tier it is. Figure out levels, but 
but a lot of uh, these people who are asking these questions on here will be um, we'll get this included in there with their ticket. But if you are not already a patron of story of the year, you should go check that out because now that we're going to start touring a lot more, you're going to have a lot of perks and access to cool stuff as we come through your cities. Patreon.com slash story of the year. Oh, you didn't even say story. Story story. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> okay. At the black swan tier and up. You get VIP access for free. It includes it. Yep. So the top two tiers. Yep. Cool. Free access to VIP packages at in-person Sodi live shows once the apocalypse is over. <laughs> and I think it's it's pretty much over. We'll see how the end of the year goes. Yeah, but we'll see how monkeypox shakes out. Yeah. Um, but that does not include tickets to the show, but I right. guess the VIP will always be ex- accessible either way, whether or not you want to come see us. Right. You, don't, you don't have to come watch the show if you don't want. So sign up for that shit and come hang out with us and we'll, we'll, we'll have a good time. Uh, Mike Ortiz says, weirdest place you've been asked to sign something from a fan. Like weirdest body part or... Or location? Because I've definitely signed a dude's balls. I know we've talked about this, but... I signed a baby. Oh, shit. Didn't we all sign a baby? Probably, yeah. Yeah. There was years where it was like, you know, you just come through the line, and you just start signing shit. Yeah. It was just, that's a movie. It's like Ricky Bobby or whatever. And yeah. He was like, I'll sign your baby or whatever. Yeah, that shit happened all the time. He's like, I think it was Australia. He's like, if I pull out my balls, will you sign? I was like, fuck yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't give a fuck. You're just in a signing line and it's like, everything yeah. sucks and you don't want to be there because it's all just like, hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? And then the guy pulled out his balls. He's like, yeah. Did I implant the baby memory from Maybe. Talladega Nights? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember the baby. I think it's from the movie and you think it happened to you. Fuck. Because we, I remember the balls thing. We, yeah, we all that did, definitely happened. We all yeah, and the then balls. we all ended up signing them. Yeah. It's like this, the, the scene from uh, Pop Star. Yeah. When the dude's dick comes in the window. And I'm lapping it up or whatever he says. <laughs> he signs the dick. You just do it because if a ball sack yeah. oak shows up in front of you, you don't say no. Oh, shit. Oh, it's a dick. That's one of your fans, man. Go for it. Boom. Hey, can I to Jenna? Oh, hello. That's me. It's nice to meet you. That's my fiance's penis. Ah, big fan. Thanks, man. So tight. Okay, he's inside. You just sign it. Dude, my friend Sean Garrison, who um, used to be a tattoo artist, who... Worked at the pageant for a while. You could you could say his name's Mr. Garrison. Yeah. Do you remember him? Did you meet him? I don't know. Um, he did Probably. all of my old tattoos, all my bad ones. He knows they're bad. <laughs> Thanks for shouting him out. <laughs> He's no longer a <laughs> tattoo artist. Uh, great dude. He tattooed a dude's dickhead once. Was it Dave DeGuire? No. That no, would have his dick. He has a tuxedo tattooed on his actual dick. So uh, I don't know if he did the whole dick or just the head, but either way, he was like the whole time like. He was just like, fuck, how do I do this for the first few minutes? Uh, do I grab it like this? Just, he just like couldn't. Yeah. How do you grip it? <laughs> yeah. How do you grip the dick to tattoo on it? And he said, finally, he was like, fuck it. And just like full palm grabbed it yeah. like it was his own dick. And so just he, he gave him a hand job. It. Yeah. Yeah. He's like tugging a little bit. He's like, can you get a little blood in this thing for me? So I can see the. Yeah, just shake it. See the real shake size. Shake it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We'll sign anything that you put in front of us. Don't you think you'd probably get a better color saturation if the skin was all stretched out with a boner? I would assume so, yeah. Really get in there? I don't think you could keep a boner with a fucking needle stabbing <laughs> you in the dick, though. Maybe that dude who gets his uh, his nuts kicked in that video would be able <laughs> to keep a boner through a tattoo. <laughs> Play that noise again. Let me get that for you. Play the song, too. Let me cue it up. This is the best video I've ever seen. If anybody out there, I don't know, Dave Reagan, send this to everybody. Put this in the Discord. Is he a Discord member? Yeah, yeah or he Dave, has access. Dave, put this in the Discord. Put, uh... It's against the rules, technically. 
Oh, you can't have it. Oh, yeah. NSFW. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it's a full-on dick. Send, send this to everyone in the Discord yeah. whose number you have. Yeah. So basically this nice young lady with a huge shoe, I think. <laughs> huge shoe. Just fucking kicks the shit out of this dude's nuts. And that's the smack sound. And then <laughs> and then him replying is that is his beautiful voice. She has those those shoes that look like those fucking those brats dolls from the nineties, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, they all had giant shoes. Uh-huh. And his whole nards and his dick and everything goes <laughs> it hits his belly button. It goes up so Ew, hard. Oh dude. Fuck. Nards. <laughs> nards. <laughs> I've been trying to bring back Nards. It just sounds right. Dude, Milo watched uh, Beavis and Butthead with me, and now he says Nads all the time. <laughs> Sweet. I'm like, yes. You said Nads. <laughs> you said Nads. Hey, hey, it's Spencer says, what's your stance on birds, real or nah? Real, dog. Real, real. <laughs> I have a personal relationship with so many birds. I mean, like, the flat earth thing is just funny, and that's hilarious, but, like, there, there's a real thing about how birds aren't real. <laughs> like they're just fucking robot satellites or whatever, right? God, dude. Like that's a fu- is that like a joke conspiracy or is that a real it's thing? It's real. Like the the fucking the layers of of fucking ignorance you have to have about so <laughs> many things to believe that is it's unfathomable. I know that I'm a technology nerd and stuff, but I just <laughs> how confused, dude. Is- I just thought it was like some people fucking with people, like like like. Oh yeah, look, birds aren't real either. You know. Like QAnon, birds aren't real. It's like I don't know. I I thought it couldn't possibly be a real thing. It's like it chemtrails and all that other kind of shit that people get. They get, you know, deep into a hole about, and then they they read this breakdown and they're like, "Fuck, that has to be how it is, man." <laughs> that I mean, all yeah, makes sense. You could you can make a a thesis and convince anybody of anything. I guess really, you know, they watch Cuckoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well. I don't believe in birds anymore. Yeah, I don't think they exist at all. I think they're holograms. My Cronin asked the most equi- important question, does the Chen kill? <laughs> Which is from, uh, I think you should leave. Chen fucking kills. I'm ripping the fucking head off. <laughs> oh, God damn it. The original It Kills, It Kills, though, was fucking Napoleon. It kills. Oh, yeah. Does the Chen kill? When he's uh, they he orders that time machine on the internet, but it's just like... <laughs> He just oh, yeah. hooks himself up for electric shock. Dude, speaking of electric shock, I went and finally got an actual carpal tunnel test to find out if I had the shit for real. Yeah. I don't have carpal tunnel. That's the good news. Uh, bad news is the test fucking kills. It kills. <laughs> it kills. It kills. <laughs> I was like Napoleon Dynamite. So I don't get to call you corporate tunnel anymore? <laughs> no. It's uh, tendonitis from overuse. That's all ah. it is. So that's good news. Well, less jerking off, you should be fine. Lay off the meat. And he said, did you, in fact, put too much shit on you, and will you rip the fucking head off? Yeah. <laughs> yes and yes. There's too much fucking shit on me. I'm telling you I can't. <laughs> I said it was interesting. <laughs> Nobody knows this joke. Speaking of that, we got to call Bon here in a little bit because he wanted, he wanted to uh, be included in the, in the podcast tonight. So maybe you do that while I read this next question. All right. Try to get uh, caller number one on the line. Uh, bon, our, our glorious guitar tech, is out. On tour, he's teching for Senses Fail right now, but they're out on tour with Rise Against and the Used. Turn. Um, so Rise Against is probably on stage right now, but Senses Fail is already done tonight. I don't know, remember where he said they were. I don't remember. In America. Um, 
Fuck, he told me and I wasn't paying attention. Oh, they're at the Norva. That's right. Oh, yeah. sick. Yeah. Fucking Norva rules. So they're in Virginia. But uh, Norfolk, Virginia. You want to call them right now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, since we were talking about Does the Chin Kill, me and Bond share a love for that show. While we're waiting for that, Micro T says, will, will you do the Steamy Nook podcast in a few weeks? Yes, I will. I'm the last member of the band who needs to do it. Member. You said member. Adam Russell. Yes. Oh, you son of a bitch. What are you doing? Can you hear us? I can barely hear you. Oh. Okay, well, uh, deal with it, dude. Turn that shit up. I don't know how. Maybe you should have better ears. Have better microphones. No way. Hi, Bon. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Um, We're sitting here podcasting, and um, we're reading questions off of, uh, what's this called? Discord. The Dick's Cord. What are they asking? Mike, well, it was a very important question. Mike Cronin's question was, does the chin kill? Did you, in fact, put too much shit on you, and will you rip the fucking head off? I will rip the fucking head off. <laughs> and there's too much fucking shit on me. Does the chin kill? I can't breathe. I've got too much. The chin kills. You wouldn't know that, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that we do this joke and nobody gets it, but it's okay. I don't care. No one listens to this podcast except for me anyway. That's true. We are, we are two fucking fans. Uh, so you're out, you're out on tour with Census Fail. I am. We just got done loading out. Uh, we're at the Norva. Fuck yeah. What's up, dude? Hey, Brandon from Rise Against just says hi. Hi. Hi, Brandon. Hey. Nope, too late. I already walked away. Too late. Have you been in the cum tub yet? Oh, you you got you probably don't get to go Here. up into the main dressing room tonight, huh? Correct. No, we, we, we're in the lowly uh, rec room level. Yeah, that that's fun down there, too. Correct. You like that? You like that callback? <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Jason's in here. He wants to say hi. Jason Milbank? Jason Derulo? Jason Milbank. Yeah, they deserve to say hello. What did they do for me? <laughs> what did they do for me, he says. <laughs> Jason is in Census Fail and a Wilhelm Scream. He's in both. He's good and he's my drinking partner. Whenever He's Dan in both kind around. of bands, country and western. This will do, but I was hoping for Jason Derulo. Jason just handed me a beer. It's called the Raging Bitch IPA. It says I deserve it. Yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, they just got done. The Norval Hot Tub is still here. It was empty, though. Ah. There was no water in it. Post COVID, you can't you can't stew in that fucking water with everybody anymore. Oh yeah, they, they definitely care about germs in, in that hot tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, nothing. It's just me and Adam. We're it's just called a here. podcast, Bon. Hold on, Jason's calling me. Oh. Oh, he wanted to know if you ever wondered why bald heads suck. Bing ding ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, Ross Trent has been the uh, one of the big hits in the bandwagon this tour. <laughs> Ross Trent. It's a deep cut. Rastafarianism. Rastafarianism. You know what's a, uh, an underrated Lonely Island track is Hugs featuring Pharrell. I don't think I know that one. I don't know it either. Adam, Adam knows every fucking song by the, the Lonely Island. Yeah, They're my top five artists of all time. I'm serious. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're great. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Dude, Wait. listen to Hugs when we get off. Bop that shit. So it's just you and Dan and Adam? Yeah. Uh, Josh was going to come. What's Josh doing? It's his kid's birthday. Ryan had a tree fall in his neighbor's house. It's all kinds of craziness going on. <laughs> One of Ryan's trees at his new house fell? Yeah. Onto his neighbor's house. Because his brother-in-law was cutting it down. Shut up. Tell me that's not a Ryan story <laughs> if it's, you've ever heard one. That is a Ryan story. That's a pretty solid excuse, though, too. <laughs> that's not actually why. I, don't, I, I think he's... 
he has like AIDS again or something. I don't know. Oh, I thought that was yeah, real. It's, it's was the like, clap. I believe that. That is a real thing. The tree actually happened, but he also had other problems too. Oh, he had other issues. He's definitely got problems. Issues. Issues. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely does. Well, isn't it crazy that we leave we leave for your tour in like a week and a half? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're are on a different tour right now. Yeah. I'm I'm home for one day, and then you nerds decided to play a festival. I know. Fucking nerd alert. Sorry. Uh, how fucking sick is Rise Against, though? Rise Against is fucking awesome. I, also, I, I forget how many, like, absolute radio smashes they have. Yeah. Why don't you and, marry like, them? You're like, oh, <laughs> why don't you marry them, Adam? They're almost as sick as Thrice. I didn't even ask you. They are almost as sick as Thrice. Oh, when I did uh, talk to Tim earlier, Dan, he did say, he was like, oh, we have the same birthday. Yeah, me and Bob were on the phone earlier, and, and he was like, hey, Tim from Rise Against is here. I was like, hey, tell him I say hi. And uh, yeah, and then we remembered that we had the same birthday, and uh, we're both beautiful men. Just a bunch of besties. <laughs> wow. As far as we are concerned, we are beautiful. Pretty, con- no, but uh, pretty he's, conceited. He's two years older than me. We just found out, and I told you to call him Grandpa, and you did. Thank you. I did while he was on the phone probably with his family. So I'm sure you <laughs> he was like, just motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, I don't know who this guy is, but he, <laughs> he won't talk to you for the rest of the to tour. Now. Every day for the last month, this guy keeps talking to me about his friend Dan and his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the used is out with you guys too. That's fun. What a fucking cool tour. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And now I told you this earlier, Adam, uh, you should uh, do something about this. Bert told me he wants to do a tour with the used and story. So I told him to hit up Sean. So you hit up Sean and Marvin and annoy him with it. Yeah. All right, let's ask the world. Should the used and story of the year tour together? Yes. Yes, I'm pretty sure they're going to say yes. We're in. All right, cool. I'll I'll pass it on to them. Yeah, tell them we're in. Yeah, just make it happen. I doubt there's enough money to make what I'm about to say happen, but imagine if we did our first tour again. Yeah. My Chemical Romance, the used, us, and thrice. That would be sick. That would be insane. I would call it sick for sure. Yeah. What would the the order be? Sick tour. We would have to open, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Us and Thrice could fight battle or battle it out for openers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, he does pretty well nowadays. Mike Kim obviously is headlining. So right. Mike Kim's uh, tour manager actually is tour managing uh, Rise Against right now. Oh, nice. And I'll ask him. <laughs> yeah, ask him. Ask him about the the lineup. Hey, uh, what do you think about this lineup? And how many millions of dollars is Mike Kim making a night now? <laughs> <laughs> At least one. <laughs> at, least at, one. At, at, least, at least several million. At least one million. Oh, that doesn't count merch. Well, people don't always <laughs> know this, but we toured with Rise Against in 2009, 8, 7, 5. 2005. The past? 2005, we did the uh, Taste of Chaos uh, overseas one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the used, again, oh, Kill Switch Engage, Rise Against, Us, and uh, I don't know, a bunch of other bands. But was uh, So we've known Rise Against for a long time. But we, As we, I Lay Dying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, we've known those guys for a long time, but we, you know, we've never crossed paths and toured again since 15 years ago. So, great band. Yeah, dude, they're awesome. They're really, really good live. Yep, they sound I, great. I don't know if you're if you ever watched the if you ever watched the drummer play. Yeah, uh, he has a really a, weird style. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's mesmerizing. Yeah, I watch him like every night. I'm like, what? How? Why? <laughs> it's every, like, everyone listening should go look at a video of him playing drums because. It's very unique, very interesting. Yeah, like he, he plays super fast, so but it's like this weird effortless thing that he does, and like his whole body kind of just yeah. moves. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm a drummer, so yes, I always watch drummers. So yeah, I, I stared at him every night as well. Yes, I stared deep into all their eyes. Deep into their butts. Every night. 
Anyway, more likely now that Bond is, uh, you know, since it's fails, dude, and we all love them as well, uh, that'll be a tour that'll more likely happen at some point, and Bond will have to double duty and be all of our techs, and it's going to suck for you. Yeah, so I already told I already told Bert whenever he was like, oh yeah, we should do youth story and uh, census. I said, ah, one of those men is going to have to go because I don't want to work for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be around anymore. You work for both, but you get to pay the same. Yeah, yeah, we don't even have to pay you extra. You just get to work both bands. It's a, it's an honor. You should just be uh, happy. It would be awesome. Oh, dude, you can, buddy, hasn't already asked me. He goes, oh, you're going to already be at all these festivals with Story, aren't you? I go, yeah. He goes, oh, I guess we don't have to fly you out. <laughs> like, yeah, well, my rate, my rate just <laughs> doubled, so. Yeah, I, I doubt that's going to happen either. Yeah. I'd have to be good at it. Yeah, you're you're really good at it, Bon. You get a 10% tip for doing two. Well, all right. Oh, uh, thank you. Get back thank to you. doing shots, and then um, we'll keep talking about yeah. nothing, really, and then... We just want to say hi to you. You're cooler than most people. More cooler. Um, Musk. I mean, I'm more co- I'm more cooler. I'm like exo cooler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I hate myself for saying that too, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, why? I miss, I miss you guys. Well, I'll we miss be, you. Uh, I miss your Musk. Hey, Daniel, want to pick me up from the airport and go drink? Sure. Cool. I'll see you next Friday then. All right. <laughs> I got you. I'll pay you. All right. All right, guys. Love you. Hit miss me on you. the hip. All right. See you next. See you soon. Hail Satan. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bon Loman, ladies and gentlemen. John Bon Loman. You can find him at oldfrankie2text.com. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm about to text our group right here with updated colors for our backdrop. Oh, good. Amidst all the video workings we did today, Adam also made a backdrop for uh, the tour upcoming. So if you're there... Look at the backdrop that's behind us, and you will know that Adam the Skull Russell made that. I made it from... Well, you made it from the guy who made the ad mat, and yes. I made it, yeah, from artwork that my buddy Mike Forster made. Mike Forster. Fucking killed it on some cool designs, and then you took that and made it into a backdrop. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I've lost all the questions, so I'm scrolling back through real quick. Let's do one more and wrap her up. Yeah. We're approaching an hour. Doing good. We, we figured out enough stuff to talk about that we had nothing to talk about. I'm going to do a rapid fire on a couple questions real quick. Delete that. I said delete that. All right. Let's keep these next ones kind of short and we'll try to answer a bunch real quick because we're approaching the time where we don't, we don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spice Girls fan Maria says, what's the last movie you guys watched? Uh, Fuck. I don't even know. I just watched something though. I mean, you I, can I, count- think, I think Beavis and Butthead do the universe or whatever is the last one I watched. Are we talking about new movies or movies? I don't know. Period. It just says, what's the last movie you watched? The last new movie... That I, I watched, I was thinking or, new. or movie that I've never seen. Yeah, I was thinking new. The last movie I watched was Billy Madison today with my daughter because she loves it. <laughs> yeah, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street last night. You but, did tell me that, and it's still great. God, it's fucking dude. That I would say if if Goodfellas wasn't such a classic, I would say that's his best movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Scorsese. Scorsese yeah, um, it's great shit. All of his movies are amazing, like at different times, you know. Yeah, um, but the last new movie or new to me movie that I watched, I think was house of Gucci. Mm. Did you tell me about that the other day? Yeah. yeah. I need to watch that. Adam driver and lady Gaga. It's really fucking lady good. Gaga, lady Gaga. And what else? But probably after that, Jill and I watched, um, Oh yeah, this was after uh postcards from the edge. It was a novel by Carrie Fisher that was adapted into a screenplay by Carrie Fisher. It was, this was like 85 or 86. Sounds terrible. Um, it's really fucking good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, uh, it ain't the burbs. It's what's That's her, her best movie. Right. It's, uh, by far her best movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine. And it's semi autobiographical. Basically Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep plays Carrie Fisher. 
Shirley MacLaine basically plays Carrie Fisher's mom, Debbie Reynolds, because, you know, she came from like a Hollywood family. And what about Dennis Reynolds and Dee Reynolds? Yeah. And then she got in, you know, she got on a bunch of fucking drugs and stuff, went to rehab, all this crazy shit. It's pretty awesome. Fine. I'll watch it. Maria also says, would you ever stay in a haunted place? Absolutely. Yeah, because there's no such thing as ghosts. Yeah, I would love it. I always, all my friends are like, dude, fuck that. No fucking way, bro. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I would love that. Because yeah. if there's any inkling of a chance that I could fucking see anything that might exist, I'm there because yeah, it's not same. a scary thing to me. I'm like, that would be fucking awesome. Same. Yeah. Uh, which venue you are upcoming on the upcoming tour? Are you most excited to play? Uh, what's, what's, I mean, we're not, we're doing a like kind of a weird little tour because it's just kind of in between these festivals that we're doing with Hawthorne, uh, the is, is for Lovers Fest. Um, but I'm most excited to play Nashville just because we haven't played there in a while. Yeah. And we've been recording there for the last eight mm-hmm. months. So I'm like really excited about Brooklyn Bowl there. I think that's why we're playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be kind of like a weirdly new hometown show because we have so many friends down there. Yeah. For me, that's what I'm excited about. I mean, the whole tour is going to be fucking great. I don't really know what venues we're playing except for the Crowfoot in uh, Michigan in uh, fucking, what do you call it? Pontiac. Yeah. Because I think the first drug show was there. I played a bunch in Michigan back in the day. So that'll be cool to do with our band because I don't think we've played there. Yeah. We used to do something outside of Detroit and like Hamtramck or whatever. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking remember. I think I feel like we've played the Crowfoot before, but maybe not. Uh, if we have, it's been a long time either way. Well, then a couple more real quick, just quick ones. Have you seen Leah's tit? I don't know who Leah is. No. Serena, the first ask. No, I don't think so. I hope not. I have no business seeing Leah's tit. I got no business. <laughs> um, all right. Well, all right. Fuck it. That's about it. That's all the important ones I see. Done. All right. So the moral of the story is go watch house of Gucci, Beavis and Butthead. Um, don't go see Motley Crue live, but do go see poison and Def Leppard. Yes. So go to that show, but leave at the right time. Know when to yes. take a dump. Yes. Who headlines? Uh, it was Motley Crue that night, but oh, so they. I think them and Def Leppard are kind of yeah, depending yeah. on the market. But St. Louis is kind of trashy, so Motley Crue headlines, and then, <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a classy city, Def Leppard headlines. Yeah. Classy and trashy. Classy. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Wrapping her up. that's all you get from the two of us. We're sorry in advance for us kicking out the rest of the band, and we're just doing a two piece now. People don't forget. <laughs> We've already explained the Patreon tonight, so we don't really need to talk about it at the end. Yeah, patreon.com slash story of the year. You, of course, at the top tier, like we said, get the VIP benefit, but you get other stuff at the lower tiers. Even at the very bottom tier, you get Discord access. You, you get access to studio footage and photos and all kinds of shit that no one else gets. So patreon.com slash story of the year. My stuff is all at Taste the Book of Flavor, and Dan can be found... I'm sticking with Danny Two Claws. <laughs> Is that what I said earlier? Two Claws. Danny Two Claws. Give it two. Peace be with you. And also with you. <laughs>